Hello and welcome back to another Public Golfers Podcast episode. We're here back, number 21, and I'm here with the partner, the duel, the best man I can think to do this, unless there was oh. somebody like Tiger or something that wanted to do a podcast with me, then he would get kicked off. But, Dom, how are you doing today, buddy? Um, I understand. I understand that Tiger would probably beat me out on the show, um, but I'm doing well weeks got to be going good at this point and uh excited to be here excited to be talking with you uh ready for possibly the hottest topic that we've done in 2021 so far oh this one is definitely going to get the twitter going definitely going to get the reddit pages popping and when we say that we are being completely sarcastic but not really um, it is actually an interesting topic because I know there's a lot of people that are actually very passionate about this. Yeah. Example would be Colin. I know he's an avid listener. We've been talking this week, he and I, and uh, I know he has a strong passion about what not to use when it comes to our hot topic today. And that would be your balls, your balls, your golf balls. We're going to talk about balls. We're going to talk about the the premier balls, your budget balls, and, you know, some budget budget balls. And the one Colin absolutely ripped my ass for using the first time I ever golfed with him, which is how I knew he was going to be a good time because he yeah. wasn't afraid to do that. Well, it's, it's, it's a weird thing, golf balls, right? Because everybody uses one, obviously. Mm-hmm. You have to, right? Yep. And everybody maybe has their own preferences or maybe a golf ball they've used, maybe one their parents or whoever took them, gave them to originally, and they fell in love with it. Other times it's, hey, you know what? I found this one in a tree. Uh, It had a ton of mud on it. I wiped it off, and I shot my best round. And ever since then, I'm using that ball, right? Do you believe in, like, the the math? If you hit a ball into the woods and you go try and look for it, like – if you can at least find one ball to replace that one that you lost, are you happy? No. No. You want that ball that you hit. Well, I guess it's for me it's not a yes or no answer. Mm-hmm. It depends, right? If I hit a Pro V1 in there and I get a fucking noodle, <laughs> like I'm not going to be happy That's about fair. it or anything like that. You know what I mean? So yeah. I, I guess it depends what ball you hit in there. Now, if I hit a noodle and I pull out mm-hmm. a Pro V1, you win. I'm ecstatic. Yeah. You kind of I'm, win that yeah. that little searching game. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. I To be honest with you, I don't really look for golf balls that much. No. Well, you uh, don't. Yeah. You don't hit yours into the woods nearly as much as some do. Yeah. And even when I do, I don't go out of my way to do it. And the reason why is my dad hates uh-huh. it. <laughs> When you spend too much time looking for golf balls, because when my brother and I were growing up, mm-hmm. we used to go in the woods and we'd be in there for like 20 minutes just throwing out <laughs> golf balls. And my dad was like, what are you actually going to do? Like, we would go to the course with 10 golf balls and leave with 40. Like, the yeah. math makes zero sense. Right. Where at least, like, sometimes if I walk in looking for one, I'll walk out with two. If I see, again, like you said, I'm not just grabbing whatever I see. Like, I'll pick it up and be like, ah, do I want this? Yeah, I'll go in the pocket. Do I want this one? Yeah, sure. Okay, I have two. I lost one. If I keep this up, I'll be ahead for the day. Yeah. 
And what I always do too is if I do go in and I find my ball and say I find another ball, mm-hmm. I'll always pull that one out. I'll ask the group we're playing with, hey, does anybody want this? Yep. Yep. That's another – yeah, I do that too all the time. If I go in and I find like – like there's been times where I find like two pro V ones sitting right next to each other. I'll give one to the guy that I'm golfing with. Yeah. I mean, so I'm you, like, here you go. You share. And if nobody else wants it, I just drop it on the tree line because I know there's some kid who's going to be up tomorrow morning mm-hmm. way too early because yeah. his friends told him, dude, this job is awesome. Don't worry. Yeah. I know you wake up at five in the morning, but it's, it's great. Don't worry. And they're going to be looking for golf balls and they're going to go along that tree line. They're going to see a golf ball. And it's going to make that kid's day because he has no idea what it is. It's just that he got a golf ball. Yeah. So I'll always pull it out and leave it just if no one wants it. If I know I'm not going to use it, I'll just leave it right on the side. And, hey, hopefully a group behind me, somebody wants it or, you know. Or someone loses their ball and goes and finds that that one that you left there. Yeah, and finds it and and finds it on the edge. And then they tell their buddies, hey, yeah, must have took a weird bounce on the tree. It's right here. (laughs) Whatever whatever works for them. But – I think before we start talking about brands, uh-huh. different styles, compression, cores, yada, 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 Dom, what golf ball do you use? So I have great, like, I used to just buy the, like, 50 for 20 bucks from Dick's of refurbished golf balls. They're all in the bucket. You get what you get, and you don't really complain because it, it was 20 bucks for 50 balls. Yep. Um, then I graduated. I bought myself two packs of top flights that were on sale also at Dick's. All right. Let's let's pause right there. We can pause right there for now. Okay. So that was a graduation. That was the fir- that was like high school graduation. Okay. I was going to say middle school or middle maybe school elementary or, school. You know what? Yeah. Let's go with middle school because now I kind of – that now I play a vice. Okay which is a nice ball that you can still get for a budget. Yep. And I would say vice definitely falls in, and we'll try to make it um, as easy as possible to follow. <laughs> uh, Cause there are a lot of different golf balls. There's a lot of different brands, everything yep. like that. Just like irons, we'll try to kind of tear it off for you. So the tiers that we're going to be working off of mentally in our head here is uh, we'll call it, you know, the premium or tour balls at the top. Yep. And then we'll call it budget balls. So these will be balls that maybe give you a pretty close to tour quality, but are a little bit cheaper price wise, or maybe they're, you know, instead of being a three core ball, they're a two core ball, whatever the case is. Right. And then you'll go all the way down, which we'll call like the budget budget balls. And those are going to be more like, Hey, beginners, you're not yeah. really too worried about it. They're a ball that if you hit into the woods, you're probably not even going to waste your time looking for. Cause like Dom had said, you probably got it at Dick's, you know, 50 for 20 bucks. You hit yep. one into the woods. You're not, you're not overly worried about it. So just to give you kind of a framework as a listener, as we don't have a visual aspect yet of what kind of it's looking like, everything like that, and how we're placing it. So Dom plays a vice, vice. ball. Dom, what type of vice ball do you play? The vice tour, white. Okay. So white ball, you said? Yep, white. Okay. Gotcha. Um, and... How long have you been playing it? I know, I know, but to let everybody else know, how long have you been playing it? And what are your initial thoughts on playing it? And why have you continued to play it? I think I bought, I could probably go back in my email and find exactly when I bought my Vice Golf Balls. Um, 
I know that I bought them because I had heard that they gave a very like high quality soft ball, much better than my top flights I had, um, that I would be able to play and kind of get more out of than just hitting those rock hard top flights I had. Um, the softness, the feel that I heard that you could get from them. Obviously, last summer, like just playing as much as I could, trying to get used to the game, like feel wasn't really a big thing for me. But this year, I'm hoping that it becomes like, especially around the green, like make it like using the 64 degree wedge, like how it should be used to just get the ball to stop right where it should. Um, I'm hoping to do a little bit more of that, and I think these balls will be conducive to that. Um, I bought my first set of vices in october okay just so just end so of the that, year yep end of the year and again i saw they were doing a deal where you could get like six dozen for like just over 120 bucks and i was like you know what that's not too bad i'm gonna get better i'm not gonna be losing these as much i think i have three dozen left that's good <laughs> that's actually so probably, that's more than i thought you were gonna say I'll probably buy some. I also do have, uh, from Christmas, I have an assortment of balls that I'll be using. So I'll probably end up buying some more vices in, if I had to guess, late May, early April. Okay. Or early June, sorry. Yep. No, no, that makes sense. Let me know because I do have some cool, like, hats and all that. Oh, yeah. And I may throw an extra hat or something like that in your order. I'll bet. I, uh, I, liked, I liked the towel you had, so I might get myself one of those. Yeah, the lion one? It's pretty, yeah. it's pretty sweet, it's man. Badass. It's pretty, yeah. Uh, awesome. Well, to me, golf, the ball I play, so I'm actually in between two balls right now, um, which does not sound right at all after I just said that. But <laughs> anyways, uh, I've been using the TP5, used that for basically all of last year. Uh, same kind of reason as Dom. I actually got a really good deal at them at the end of the year. And what I would tell people Right now, a lot of those deals are still going on as yep. they bring out the new, and we'll talk more about that at the uh, end of the episode of like, hey, is there a huge difference between a 2019 TP5 and a 2020 TP5? The mm-hmm. answer is no. No. There's really not that big of a difference other than maybe a different color scheme on top. Yeah. And maybe they use a different like outer, whatever the case is, right? But the ball basically performs the same as the new one would, right? There hasn't really been any huge inventions other than Bridgestone coming out with a double dimple pattern, I think like three or four years ago now um, when they started doing that. And I I believe it's still on all their majority of their golf balls, right? So the reason why uh, I've been using a TaylorMade is because I got them really cheap at the end of the year. So I've been using the Pix balls. So I used the original Pix ball. Uh, and then uh, at the end of last year, or I guess beginning of last year, golf season, uh, they Dix had a deal on them where they were twenty nine ninety nine for a dozen, because Ooh. the new Pix ball just got announced. It was the mm-hmm. new TP five Pix ball with the triple alignment on it. So they were just trying to get rid of the old Pix ball. So I was picking them up for twenty nine ninety nine a dozen. That which they solid. usually retail for right around 50 bucks a dozen. So, yeah. Well, got a good deal on. I've been playing that, but been experimenting a little bit with the Pro V1s. Um, after getting Titleist irons, I have a Titleist bag. I have a Titleist putter now. I feel like I'm kind of becoming a Titleist snob. 
Yeah, a little bit. It sounds like it too. Yeah, I have a Titleist hat. I have a Titleist neck warmer. I have a Titleist uh, towel now. Shout out to my girlfriend's parents for getting me a nice player's <laughs> Titleist towel. That on top of it too, Dom. They got me the red and black one, so it matches my bag. Oh hell yeah! Yeah, that great gift. Nice. Great gift. But um, between the two, uh, as Dom has mentioned a couple of times, I don't lose a ton of golf balls anymore. No. I would say. Depending on the course and depending what I'm doing, if I'm playing just by myself or like playing on my own, not playing like a scramble where I'm going to lose some golf balls because I'm going to try to hit it over trees and stuff that I shouldn't yeah. try to hit it over um, with driver and whatnot. But if I'm playing normally, I would say I maybe lose a golf ball around. If that, yeah. I would say my net is less than a golf ball per round that I lose nowadays. Impressive. Um, yeah. You know, when, you, when you're shooting, you know, kind of, uh, you know, single digit handicaps to, to low single digits, you know, you don't, you don't shoot that score because you lost three golf balls. Right. Right. Um, that, that hurts you a lot. So those are the two that I'm kind of between right now. Um, I, I would imagine the beginning of the year, I'm still going to start off with the, the TP five, but I've been kind of buying more pro V ones. And again, my dad is a big pro V one guy. He loves them. Uh, so I think he's maybe rubbing off on me a little bit too, as every time we play, he talks about his Pro V1 golf ball because my brother and I got him the customized one with his name on it. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, so it makes me a little jealous because I'm like, I want my name on it. But yeah, uh, yeah, they're they're pretty they're they're all good golf balls. So, Dom, question for you. Okay. What do you think you need to do so that you would feel comfortable using more of a quote unquote premium ball? I think um, it's just control. I mean, if I can at least hit my – well, since I got the new irons, I haven't gone to the range and played, like, my virtual round hitting my driver since, like, the first time I got them. Yep. I've, I've been going four iron to start the hole and just hitting the rest of my irons from there. Um, and what's nice about that, and the reason I think it's been helping my score – is not just the irons themselves, but the fact that my first shot goes where I want it to, mm. if that makes sense. Learning a little course management by accident, huh? I'm I'm understanding things now, but um, I think if I if I start the year, the the real season, not hitting driver off the tee, I think that will help me not lose as many balls. Um, just because, again, like. I'm hitting these irons well. I know where they're going, and I'm not putting them in like a dangerous spot. Like I'm not like I shouldn't be losing them all the time. Yep. If I'm if I'm hitting those irons just because, like I said, I've been hitting them well, and more of my lost balls come off of the tee than anything. Yeah, I think that's something too that we're gonna look at as we get into next year for you, especially is how do we rein in the driver, and if we yeah. can't rein in the driver. Let's say the driver's not working a day. How can we adapt to that round to save the round, right? Yeah. Because I know it can get frustrating sometimes. You see a par five, you're like, oh, man, hey, I want to hit driver because maybe I can get there in two, right? I can have a chance for eagle. Man, that would be fun. When in all reality, it's like, hey, why don't you just take a three-wood, three-wood, yeah. and all of a sudden you have a little wedge in. Hey, at the end of the day, I have never heard you say, oh, my goodness, I got a birdie. This sucked. Yeah, no. That's but for not, some, that's for not me. For yeah, some reason, ahead, mentally in our head, we five, 
this is my eagle chance. I, I can get it. I can get an eagle on this hole, right? right. We, it's, we can we can make a score happen here. Like yeah, we just go driver off the tee. We're gonna put ourselves in the best spot to get an eagle. Yeah, but in all reality, if you control it off the tee, and yeah, like you said, maybe go three wood, three wood wedge. Or in my case, I'm probably gonna be doing a lot of four iron, four iron, maybe nine or eight iron to the green. Like that's gonna give you a much better chance to score because you're playing controlled. And I mean, a birdie still is minus. You know what I mean? I mean? At the end of the day, strokes. A birdie would birdies when you're trying to break a hundred at an actual course or trying to break 90 or whatever, anytime you can throw a birdie on the card, that just helps you so much, both mentally confidence wise, everything like that. It just puts you in the right mindset where, okay, Hey, I got one back there. Right. You know what else? You know what else helps when you're just trying to break like a hundred, get into the nineties par. Yeah. (laughs) Like par helps too. I can't tell you there was one round I played last summer where on the back nine, I think from holes 11 through 16, I went par, par, bogey, double, par, par after just an abysmal front nine. And I was like, holy shit. Like I'm playing. Like I felt like I was playing some of my best golf through six mm-hmm. holes right there. Yeah. Like for a golfer who's just trying to get, yeah, like you said, Break a hundred, get into the nineties, like take what you can get because it's gonna it's gonna help you. And also, I mean, keeping balls in play will help your score as well. Yeah, it just makes it more enjoyable too, right? Like yeah. hey, you're not going through the woods slapping off mosquitoes and everything like that. You're Avoid in the middle of green enjoying poison ivy. You play- yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely stay away from that. Don't don't get poison ivy. But we got a little off topic, so let's rein it back in. <laughs> so let's go through kind of the golf balls we've thrown down here. Um, yes. Do you want to take away – actually, hey, I can take away the premium, uh, premier balls here. Yeah. So Titleist, uh, we have it on there. Obviously, I, I think for anybody who's a golfer, anybody that knows even a little bit about golf, they would probably put the Pro V1 and the Pro V1X as the standard, right? Yep. That's what every other manufacturer has to live up to or get to to be considered kind of the top ball. Um, I do still believe Pro V1 is still the number one ball played on tour, the Pro V1, Pro V1X. Mm-hmm. I want to say is still the number one ball, but there's a lot of balls that are catching up to it, right, and, and are making a claim for that. Callaway has the Chrome Soft and the Chrome Soft X. Mm-hmm. Those again, and uh, maybe we should take a step back here, Dom. May, I don't even know if you quite know, so I'll ask you, and if you don't know, we can explain it together. If you do know, you can answer the question. Okay. What is the difference between a Pro V1 and a Pro V1X? A letter. Okay, a letter? A letter. Okay. Would you be surprised to know there's something more? Yeah, no, I wouldn't be. Okay. Well, and hey, this is good, you know, because I, I take it for granted that people know this. And, you know, you being a little bit newer and, and stuff like that, hey, maybe you don't know, right? You don't quite right. understand. So the difference between a Pro V1 and a Pro V1X is how much the ball actually spins. Okay. So the Pro V1 is supposed to be a spinnier ball. So basically how they do that is by changing the outside core and also some things on the inside as well to allow the ball to get um, be spinnier, basically, I guess is that in lame's term, lamest terms, the quickest way to explain it without going crazy in depth on it. And I don't understand all the technology that goes behind it, but 
the Pro V1 is going to spin probably anywhere from 400 to 600 more um, revs than a Pro V1X would. Got so it. typically players who are really high spin players and everything like that and have crazy spin speeds or swing speeds, excuse me, are going to use an X because it's going to allow them to hit that window where they actually do because you don't want a ball to spin too much because then it balloons. It has that balloon effect, okay. especially with the driver. You'll see that sometimes with people who are maybe using uh, the wrong driver head. Uh, and let's say there's a person who swings the ball, swings the club really hard, and they're using a normal driver and maybe not like a like a sub zero or a lower spin driver. They'll get right. kind of that balloon effect where you're like, oh my god, they killed it, and then you drive up and you're like, wow, I thought this one would have went a lot farther. Well, yeah, because it kind of hit that apex and ballooned up because of the speed, uh, the spin on the ball, right? Because obviously so, the spin helps it go in the air. So X is more spin, less. X is less spin. Yep. Got it. So it, for a Callaway Chrome Soft, the Chrome Soft X would be less spin. Yes. Got it. Yep. Same thing with the TP5. Got it. Yeah. So, and I mean, I don't even know if we should talk about it because it's just going to make things confusing. But Titleist switched uh, probably 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. It used to be the other way. Got it. Where the X was the more spinny one and the the original was that. Yep. But regardless, yep. yes, that's basically the breakdown. And if I screw that up and it's flip-flopped, hey, Let us I'm sorry. I'm, yeah. I apologize. I'm, I'm doing my best as being the quote-unquote expert on this show. But <laughs> anyways, then we have the TaylorMade, the TP5, the TP5X. Again, every tour ball has that variation where one's slightly more spinny, one's slightly less spinny. Does it make a huge difference? Some people say yes. Some people say no. What people need to realize is that these golf balls are made for the 1% of the 1% of golfers. So for them, it does make a difference. For you, probably doesn't matter. No. No. (laughs) In all all honesty, everybody that I know, there's only maybe one person I know that should be probably playing an X, like a Pro V1X, and that's my brother. Oh, okay. Just because that guy, I mean, he can hit drives over 300 pretty easily with yeah. a driver that's not even fitted for him or anything like that. He just swings hard, right? He's a I bigger guy. Yeah. He, he understands, you know, hey, all-state baseball player. They always say, hey, the people who have the craziest swing speeds, mm-hmm. what two sports do they come from, Dom? Uh, I, mean, I guess baseball and football. Nope. You're right on one. Baseball. Yeah, they give you a hint. It's a sport that you like that I'm not that into. Yeah, I was going to say hockey. Yep. Those two and, and the third one they usually say is like tennis. Probably just because you're used to that motion of coming through something like on a slap shot, for example. Yep. And same thing with tennis is you kind of have that motion already to sense yeah. already made and you understand like baseball, hockey, and everything like that. I, I can't speak to hockey because I don't know as well, but baseball – the power hitters aren't necessarily the biggest dudes, right? They usually are, but a lot of the factors is how they use their hips, how they yeah. load up, and how they explode through the ball. Yeah. Same thing with golf. There's an there's an explosive part to your swing, but there's also a loading phase that's just as important as the explosive part. But that, again, is getting off the topic of golf balls. So we're talking about we're balls. We're talking about <laughs> balls this episode, okay? Um, and then you have the Bridgestone, the Tour B, uh, 
And I think the tour B XS is actually Tiger's ball, which kind of made it popular. And to round that off, too, we threw on the Strixon Z Star, which yes. is their uh, you know tour premium ball. So that rounds out our premium balls. As you can see, there's a lot of options. Yeah. There's a little bit of price variance between the top golf balls. Um, the Z Star is a little bit cheaper. Um, coming in around like $40 a dozen, $42 a dozen. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you get to the TP5 and the uh, Pro V1, uh, Bridgestone, the Callaway, the Chrome Solves, all those are going to be between, you know, the 45 46 to 50-ish mark, right, after tax and, and whatnot. If you're buying it from a course, don't buy golf balls from a course unless you have to. You Everybody <laughs> knows they're marked up a little bit. Um, but yeah, so they're all around there. So really it's, it's going to come down to preference because cost isn't going to be a huge difference unless you're going with that Z star as you are getting, you know, a good $10 off in some cases. So, um, the next category there, Oh, Dom budget balls. Yep. The budget balls, the ones that for guys like me who, you know, you still, you're playing more golf. You want to play a consistent ball. You want to play something you can get used to. But you also don't want to break break the bank because of the fact that you're still going to lose some. There could be some uh, in the woods somewhere. So one that, well, the one that I know obviously would be Vice. I mean, like I said, I managed to get a deal where I got six dozen for just over 120 bucks, just about 20 bucks a dozen. Um, they have all different types. They actually have a fun little quiz that if you go to their website, you take, you ask a few, you answer a few questions. Um, you know, how fast do you swing your driver? How far do you hit your seven iron? This, that, the other thing. Are you playing? Like, do you want more of a, a ball for feel a ball for distance? Like it's a very, a very interesting questionnaire that you fill out. Um, and again, they recommended the tour ball for me. I'm going to pull, I'm going to pull it up here real quick. Cause I know they have all different types of balls i keep seeing ads for so uh, they have the pro plus the pro mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the tour yep um this is it uh the tour soft the pro the pro soft pro soft okay and then they have one that's called uh drive yep i was gonna say driver or something like that that's yeah. supposed to be more like their straight all-out distance ball yep but again it's a nice little it's a nice little uh quiz that you take just to try and figure out exactly which ball might be best for you um the other two budget balls that we have here are kirkland um which i have heard of i've seen a few of those out in the woods and snells which i had never heard of justin you you brought these up before we before we got started yeah so snell is another they're basically like a vice without as much marketing dollars, I guess would be the mm. best way to say it. And okay. they don't make uh, as crazy and unique designs as vice does. Right. Uh, vice does a really good job of making, um, like you said, my towel, for example, right? Yep. It, it's it's a lion towel. I mean, it's cool, right? Uh, so they make, I would say vice has kind of that cool factor. I know a lot of people that play Snell, they, they like them. Again, it's like a Kirkland. It's like a vice. More of that, hey, you're going to try to get up to that tour quality ball without paying the 40 something dollars. Cause there's a yep. chance you could lose it. Um, other balls that you could put into there. So the major brands that we talked about, the Titleist, the Callaway, the Brigstone, even uh, Strixon, um, 
they all make a golf ball that's in this category, right? We just didn't want to keep talking about it because they make golf balls for every tier of golfer, right? But you know Titleist for a Pro V1. You know TaylorMade for for a TP5, right? So if you were going to budget balls, let's say, for Titleist, you'd probably be looking at, um, you know, like their their Tour Soft or their True Soft or whatever it's called. Or, Mm -hmm. um, like, their AVX ball, I think, is a little bit cheaper, too, or... Um, you know, so there's there's different Titleist balls within that category. If you're looking at TaylorMade, you're probably looking at maybe like a Project A ball or um, something along that category. And then for Callaway, I think Warbird is their kind of mid-tier ball. I don't know if they still make those anymore. They have the Diablos. They have um, other ones like that. So those main manufacturers, same as Bridgestone too, they have the E6 or E11 or whatever E they're at now. So I mean, Callaway might have the best names. Yeah, Callaway's Diablo got some cool names. Freaking, that's that's dope. <laughs> <laughs> well, the the coolest name for uh, golf ball. Now I'm forgetting it, so I'm I'm just not gonna say it. It'll come back to me later. I'll tell you later when it okay. comes back. But okay. And then Dom, you are a expert in this category. Um, the... I wouldn't know because I don't <laughs> buy golf balls in this category. <laughs> I don't ahead. anymore either. Um, the budget budget balls, what uh, may seem like, you know, just balls that if you find them in the woods, you're leaving them really. Um, and one of them, I one of them, I agree top flights these are the balls that the first time i golfed with uh, our scramble partner colin he just laid into me for it um i he just he kept he just kept he didn't stop he just did not stop making comments about the top flights a very hard ball uh, i can say that from experience now that i've played that and played a vice it's a hard ball it really just I don't know. I bought them just so I could play something consistent because they were very cheap. Yep. And again, I figured I would still be losing some. Um, only difference was this time when I lost them, I just didn't look for them. Yeah. No. And that, that's the thing is, is, and we joke around about like the budget, budget balls and, and everything like that. Hey, play what's ever within your uh, budget for where you're at in the game and everything like that. If you're a 35 handicap or you're shooting 115, I can tell you right now, there's not going to be a huge difference between using a Pro V1 and a top flight, right? Nope. If you're not hitting the ball well or you're not at that point in your game that it makes sense to spend that money, spend within reason and and do it so that way you are enjoying it more. Because I know when I first started, I tried to play a Pro V1, right? Yeah. Everybody told me about it. I got to play a Pro V1. Well, then you know what? Every time I hit one of those in the woods, I got so mad because I'm like, there's three bucks or there's four dollars that I just threw into the woods for no reason. Right. Right. And then I started playing cheaper golf balls like a noodle, like, you know, like a vice or whatever the case is. And even buying the lower tier vice balls. Right. Those get very reasonable, very quick. Yeah. Um, And then all of a sudden I hit one into the woods. It's like, oh, okay, there's a dollar fifty. Yep. It's a lot easier of a burn than, oh, my God. Uh, thinking in my head, I'm like, that would have been me losing that one ball is what used to be would be me losing a sleeve of these balls if I would have bought Pro V1s of it. 
Right. And that's that was the point I was going to bring up too. Like when I first started golfing, when you and I would go the first time, like the first few times I went golfing, yeah, I just took one of those $20 buckets from Dick's and dumped it into my bag. So I was like, there's a good chance I would leave with half of these. Yep. Like, like it's, it's, it makes no sense when you're playing, when you're starting to golf to play a, a, like one, your skill level's not there where the ball will make a big difference. That's just, that's just the fact of the matter. And number two, you don't need to break the bank on balls. You need to break the bank on getting to the range, getting out to more courses, like things like that, not just buying expensive golf balls that you're inevitably inevitably going to lose. Yeah. And and like I said, when you're not when that loss doesn't hurt as much. Yeah. Yes, that makes it a lot easier to just go up there and and Have trust fun. yourself and say, "Hey, you know what? I've been working on this at the range. Let's give it a girl because I'm not worried about losing. I mean, everyone's got that one ball that they're like, I don't want to lose it. Dom has a putting ball. He doesn't tee up. He uses it only for putting, right? Yep. Um, Another I, I, thing I learned from Colin. <laughs> Colin's kind of like your your actual tutor, like your actual golf tutor. You, <laughs> you almost look up to Colin in an unhealthy way. but I appreciate him, and I want him to know that. <laughs> I know. I'm just kidding. Colin's, Colin's a great guy, and – he actually does know a lot about golf as well, so you could do a lot worse for who you're uh, taking advice from, like me. Take more advice from me, and maybe not great for you. Anyways, <laughs> now, Dom, I will say the one thing I do say and, and I try to tell people is try to stay consistent, though, with your golf ball. Yeah, Especially once you start getting to the point where you're working on feel and, and different things like that because – there is some slight differences to how the golf balls feel. Like for me personally, Callaway's the the Chrome Soft feels softer than a Pro V One or a TaylorMade or even the the Bridgestone Tour Ball. So there are there are some of those slight differences, everything like that. I think Titleist, for some unknown reason, spin the most for me. Do I have any mm-hmm. numbers to back that up? Absolutely not. Just sometimes when I hit it onto the green. The Titleist balls seem to be the one that really kind of ripped back for me and, and kind of hit that. Taylor may do it too, but it just seems like Titleist does it more. That's probably completely just up to my strike and yeah. how I hit that ball. And probably mentally, I was more um, engaged and more committed to the shot because I was telling myself, oh, this ball is going to spin because it's right. It's going to do what you want it to Yeah. So I don't think there's really – like I said, I think at the end of the day, any of those premium balls you can interchange – Honestly, yeah. the budget balls, they're pretty freaking good. Like, the Vice oh. balls are good. The Kirkland are good. The Snell, yeah. I, I've i never used – I well, I shouldn't say I've never used the Snell. I've used it one time. But people like the Snell, too. I mean, those companies don't stay in business because they make a bad product. Right. Right. It's hard to stay in business if you're making a bad product. The, I, lo- I like the Vice balls. And honestly, I may play them for a very long time because I do enjoy them. And I, I like the the price I pay, and I like the ball that I get. Yeah. There's there's really not a huge difference between a top-tier vice ball and a Pro V1 or a, right. a TP5. There really isn't. The only thing I would say potentially where a TP5 or a Titleist or a Chromesoft or the Bridgestone, because um, I think those are kind of the big four for me when yeah. looking at golf balls. Strixon does their Z Star is pretty good, but I think it's just 
it's it's uh it's a one A to kind of the those other golf balls in my right. mind. I know some people love them. Hey, again, this is our opinion. Agree with it, disagree with it. Let us know. But uh, I don't think there's a huge difference. The only thing I would say is the durability of the ball. Okay. I feel like if you keep a Titleist long term or or a TP five or the Bridgestone Callaway whatever, um. I think it holds up a little bit longer than a Vice or a Kirkland or a Snell. Again, I don't have any straight evidence of this just from kind of using them for a while because I was a big Vice guy. I was the one that told Dom about Vice golf balls. Um, yep. You know, I tried, sat online for six hours to try to get a pair of their shoes oh, that boy. I never got. Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> old wounds, dude. They they open up and they hurt. <laughs> But you know, so I, I'm I'm all for that and, and playing that and whatnot. And I buy golf, I buy vice balls still. If I early on in the year, I want a consistent good ball that I can get into my groove with before I move on to those more expensive golf balls. Mm-hmm. I buy vice balls too, so it's not right. like I don't use them anymore. Um, right. There's not a huge difference, and you can't really go wrong. So if you like them, you know, use them, right? But yeah. I would say try to stay consistent. Because you'll have a more consistent result and you'll understand better of what you're actually doing. And though it's just tough when you're always changing equipment to really pinpoint what is going on and what's wrong. Right. Yeah. It's consistency. We've talked about it multiple times before in different episodes. Routines before you go, routines before your shot. The ball is no different. Like, I, find something you like. And find something that you're going to become, like, you will get the consistent results out of. Yep. And most importantly, don't make that a top. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, right. I, I know top flight, they get a bad rap. Um, but if you want to hit the ball really, really far, they're not a terrible ball to go for. Even though they did studies that the Pro V1s and all that still go further, even though they are softer. They're just a better made ball with better material, but it's always fun to tee off a top flight every once in a while and just be like, how hard can I hit this ball? Because wherever it goes, I'm not going to go look for it. So I could care less where it goes. Interesting. Interesting. Dom, anything else you want to tell the people where we're already knocking on uh, the time where their boss is calling them at this point, asking them, Hey, are you showing up to work? Are you sick? Did you get in a car accident? No. I was trying to listen to the end of the Public Golfers podcast this morning. I know. I realized that. Just find your balls and make sure that you're, you enjoy them. Really, that's the biggest thing that, that I can say about this entire thing. Find your balls and treat them well. Yep. Yeah, All right, Dom. Well, that's... That. Yeah, I'm I'm good here on my end, buddy. Uh, we didn't get into actually talking anything about what is the difference the t- the, between the, the golf actual, balls. Yeah, like two two piece, three piece. You know, TP five is a, a four. No, it's a five piece. That's why it's called TP five. Justin, come on now. Um, but even you know, Vice makes a five piece ball. Titleist, the Pro V one, still a three piece. I think it might be going into a four piece, but. We'll talk about that in another episode, Dom. Hit them with the outro. Send the people off on the rest of their week on a good note. Hit them hard. Hit them straight. Most importantly, do not quit that day job. We will talk to you guys next week. See you soon.